Hey everyone, welcome to the Deep Dive Podcast. This is uh, Tracy Wildpace. This is going to be a, I guess we'll call it the election edition of, um, this is just a bonus podcast. I just wanted to take um, this moment, which we're just a few days before, probably one of the most, at least in our lifetime, one of the most interesting and historical presidential elections in the United States. And I just want to encourage all of our listeners, and maybe some of you that have been discouraged about this season during the election, or maybe some of you that are just confused on what you do, what your civic Christian responsibility is in a season like this and in a time like this. I know there are many Christians who don't quite even think it's important to vote, or uh, why does it even matter? Or maybe you're just so frustrated. Maybe you don't like any of the candidates. I did hear just recently that Kanye is also on the ballot (laughs) in about 28, 29 states. So at least you might have an extra one if you don't like um, the two that are on the premier from both the Republican and Democrat parties. But can I just talk to you as a pastor? And um, I don't want this to be political. Um, although I'm not afraid of of politics, I'm actually my my undergrad was my degree my uh, my undergrad degree is in political science. I worked in the governor's office here in Idaho. I've worked on Capitol Hill. I've had the great honor and privilege of meeting and praying with and getting to know a lot of um, wonderful public servants, both in local and national government. And I think as Christians, I think it's easy, and especially as Western states, maybe someone, if you're from Idaho, you might think, why does it really matter to be a part of this global, it feels global, it's really national, but it feels global, doesn't it, because everyone knows about our election, but this national um, presidential election, why is it significant? Well, I think I think Paul gives us some good insight in Romans 13 when he talks about Um, the fact that it's God who grants authority to civil leaders. Ultimately, it's God who is going to give the authority. But if, if Paul's saying this in Romans 13, then that should remind us that all this civil responsibility, the civil authority, the civil public servants, those that are in office are, are granted by God. But it leads me to think, well, then there is an opportunity and a privilege for me to be able to vote in these leaders, these public servants, these public officials that would come and represent me, my state, the nation, and maybe even some values that I might have. So for those of you who think it's unimportant, you do have to understand that even Paul recognizes the role of leaders outside of church, like those that are within um, government. He goes on in another book in 1 Timothy 2 to talk about the need to pray for leaders and those that are in authority. So in my estimation and in my understanding of what it means to be a Christian and my civic responsibility, I think there are two things that I need to do. I need to pray and I need to vote. And not just because I need to, but because I have a great opportunity to steward the opportunity that God's given me to pray for leaders that are in high positions and also to vote for um, men and women who have, are called by God to be public officials in our in our state, local, our govern and national government level of, of uh, government positions. So I want to encourage all of us in this season to remember 
the great, I think, I don't even call it a responsibility. I call it the great privilege to be able to vote in whoever I feel and I'll do my, um, you know, research as they say, which I don't love that word if you know me, but I will do my due diligence to understand the candidates and um, their positions. I'll line it up according to scripture and let the Holy Spirit speak to me so that I am able to um, really, with a good conscience, go into the voting booth and vote for the person that I feel that is best to suit um, and lead whatever position and um, office that they are, they're working towards. But also, I have the great privilege to pray for our leaders. I'm going to read the scripture in Timothy to you because it's actually been one that has marked my life when it comes to seasons when I haven't liked certain political leaders. Shocker, right? There's been some presidents I have liked and others I have not liked. There are some I've liked more. But the reality is this, that if Paul is right in Romans 13, that it's God ultimately who grants men and women to be in these political high positions, then it's also our great responsibility as Christians civically And as Christians who want to follow in the path of Jesus, and if we want to be a community of faith that that stirs the the atmosphere for God to move, then we should also pray for our leaders. In 1 Timothy 2, it says this. I'm going to read it. It says, First of all, then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. This is good, and it is pleasing in the sight of our God and Savior. I think one of the greatest things we can do when we don't like someone who's in office, or maybe you're not going to like the one who is going to get elected as president. We have a few days before this grand presidential election that has uh, really captured um, the eyes and attention of American citizens. Let me let me encourage us to do this. Let us let us honor the privilege that it is to vote, to go into that voting booth as American citizens, as Christian citizens, to go and know that God is ultimately in charge. But my, I have a great opportunity and the privilege to vote men and women into office. I'm going to do that with joy. I love voting. I remember what I wear every time I vote because it's such a cool day. I think what an awesome country that we live in, that we have an opportunity to partner with our government and we get to be a part of the process. I know our country's not perfect. I know our history is not perfect. And some don't think the system is perfect. But we still get the opportunity to vote and to be a part of what we might think the problem is. We get to help with our vote, be a part of what we think the solution should be. But also, we get to pray for whoever is in office. I've been alive now for quite a few presidents, and not all of them I have liked but I've prayed for every single one of them. Not every president that's that held the office since I started voting in 2000, <laughs> that you can guess how old I am then, I haven't voted for every president that is now or sat in the, in the Oval Office, but I've prayed for every single one of them. Not every senator or congressman or governor or, or, or mayor, 
Not every single person that we vote for is always the one that ends up being in those offices or holding those offices. But we're mandated and commanded by God through Paul as he speaks to his young spiritual son, Timothy, in 1 Timothy 2, to tell us that it is our responsibility to pray for all of those in authority, including our president. So this November election in 2020, it's going to be a doozy. It's going to be a fun night. It's going to be an interesting night, I think, and it's going to be a uh, very interesting post-election season. It's been a very heated uh, discussion and debates across this country. I've never seen the nation so polarized. It's increasingly becoming polarized when it comes to politics and our beliefs and what we think. And we as Christians, we get to, through the power of Jesus, be the great equalizer. We can come in faith, in love, and in hope, and we can set our heart and attention towards God we're not, we don't serve kings, but we're grateful for leadership. We honor God. And when we go in the voting booth and we vote for the one that we feel like the Holy Spirit has led us to vote for, we can go in confidence knowing we have participated in the great structure that even God himself has ordained. So please go vote. You know what they say? Millennials are some of the most outspoken when it comes to politics, of politics, but are some of the least when it comes to voting. Same as Christians. <laughs> Christians tend to be very vocal on certain issues, but have in, in, in years past have been very inactive when it comes to voting. Let's be Christian young people who go out, vote, and also pray for those that are in authority. Pray for the president right now and pray for whoever the president may be. I believe that our prayers can do more than any tweet, any Instagram post, any um, uh, podcast, even this one. I think prayers are the things that shape our heart and it gives us the right perspective of God's heart for this nation. I know this. Our nation might not be perfect, but God loves it. And God has called us to this nation. So let's be ones who take our civic responsibility seriously. Let's be young Christians who go to uh, our voting booth, maybe you're going to vote, be early vote, that's awesome. Or if you're going to vote on, what is it, Tuesday, November, I already forgot the date, but I'm going to look it up on my phone, Tuesday, November 3rd. We're going to vote and we're going to believe that God is going to continue to bless this great nation. Why? Because it's his nation. And I know that this year has brought up a lot of emotions about what we feel about this nation, but that does not mean that we should not vote. So, Get yourself ready, pray up, uh, maybe do your due diligence and look into some candidates, ask people some questions, um, but trust the Holy Spirit. And on November 3rd, let's all be a community and a Christian uh, community that honors our civic responsibility and the privilege it is to vote and keep praying. Now, I just wanted to do a really quick podcast on this just to encourage all of us to do it because I think it's important and I can't wait to vote. I think it's such an exciting opportunity. But my dad, and most of you know my dad, Ken Wild, he has an amazing podcast on the podcast app and you can go research or search it, search um, America's Living Foundations. 
is the his podcast title, and he has a special one that just came out this week, a podcast about voting. So I just want to basically be one to quickly share my heart about it, but I'd really love you to go hear my dad's podcast. He's a genius on this. This is, if my dad served uh, in Washington, D.C. for years, pastoring and leading congressmen and women all uh, for decades in Washington and has a great heart for this nation and really understands the foundations and the history of our country. So I'd really encourage you to go, even before you vote, to go listen to my dad, uh, Pastor Ken Wilde's podcast and uh, get excited about this opportunity. Come on. I will say this, and this is true. It's kind of cheesy, but it's true. If you're not going to vote, then don't complain. And if you're not going to vote, then don't expect all of these things that you want to change in this in our country to change. It's our great privilege. It's a great responsibility. So let's go. Let's go vote. And then let's pray. We can do it. Hey, I love you guys so much. Thanks for listening to this special edition. It's the election edition of Deep Dive. Please send us any comments or uh, questions that you might have to our email, podcast at capitalchurch.co. We love listening to or listening or hearing from our listeners. We love you guys. Happy voting. Hey, everyone. Thanks for being with us today. We hope that you were encouraged. We want to remind you, subscribe to our podcast. You can be listening in every week. Also, don't forget to follow us on social media. We have our Instagram at Capital Young Adults. We also have our Facebook page. We'd love if you would follow us on there. And also, if you have any prayer requests, we want to be praying with you. Shoot us a direct message or an email. That way we can be praying with you in this time. We love you guys. We hope you have the best week. And we can't wait to be back with you this time next week.